Hello and welcome to episode one of the Dead Letter Movie Podcast. I'm Tim. I'm Andrew. Uh, we're recording yeah. on uh, October 12th, 2014. This is the uh, start of something a little bit new that uh, wasn't necessarily in our original plan for this this whole project, but uh, it seemed like a, a natural thing. Mm -hmm. So here we are. Yeah. This is going to be some of the same kind of stuff, uh, a little more of the, the banter and, and rabbling that uh, we, we've been trying to kind of Keep, keep 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 in check and contained yeah. in uh, in our video reviews. So this this is sort of some some overflow, and we'll we'll talk more in depth about some other topics. So uh, for instance, uh, our topic today is going to be uh, favorite viewing for the Halloween season stuff yeah. that, that we watch to kind of get us in in the spirit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and away from the spirits. Perhaps. Um, so as Tim mentioned this before we start recording, this is kind of my holiday, and it is. Um, I am the horror guy. Um, on the Oculus review, I talk about how I like. Um, I was, you know, there was kind of conflict about that because Oculus was like, you know, it was an R-rated, non-found footage horror film, more or less based on an original idea. So I felt like I needed to support it, but I was still kind of meh about it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, and. Um, so, I mean, horror is definitely, it's my genre. Um, it's the thing that I'm kind of into. Um, and uh, so yeah, I just thought for this first podcast, it would be a good thing to talk about. So we both have come up with the top five of our films that get us into the reason for the season. Um, <laughs> if you want to say that. <laughs> and um, and like now when I was a kid, I, you know, was into, uh, you know, there were other things like, you know, the Garfield Halloween special and the, the Ghostbusters one. But uh now that, I, now that I've grown up, I have five different things that I like to watch in order to get me into the into it. And, uh, so I figured what we'd just do is we'd have Tim would give his number five, I would give mine, and we would just go back and forth all the way to our number ones. Um, so, yeah, I guess let's just, Tim, do you want to give us your number five? All right, all right. Um, I'll, uh, I'll start at the bottom of my list, which is... A movie that I've only actually seen all the way through once, but I've seen bits and pieces numerous times. Uh, this is this is an earlier movie by Peter Jackson of Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit fame called The Frighteners. Oh, yeah, yeah. Starring Michael J. Fox and Jeffrey Combs. Also had uh, Thomas Elf Wilson, who was also in Back to the Future with uh, with Michael J. Fox. That's right. So, um... It was it was a very different kind of movie than, than people think of Peter Jackson for these days, because most people can't see past his epic Tolkien adaptation. Um, yes. Well, and the thing is, this that film even uh, harkens back to his old days when, like, uh, of his horror time, uh, because people forget about that he used to make bad horror films. Um, and this didn't quite fall in that category. It's no. There, there are certainly horror elements to it, but uh, it's it's a lot more, yeah. Uh, I don't know, sort of irreverent, silly kind of stuff. There, there, there's some some scares and some some horrific things, mm. but it's not really a horror movie in the strictest sense no, of the word. I, I don't feel. Yeah, there's ghosts and there's death, but it's yeah. it's it's really just a it's a it's a comedy movie is what it is mostly um, mostly. There are ghosts. There is death. There is gore. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. Jake Busey's pretty scary. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, and you know. And the what's his face from me? Jeffrey Combs from Reanimators. 
<laughs> he's never pretty to look at. That guy is <laughs> so good, though. But he's so awesome. <laughs> uh, no, that's a solid movie. I like that film a lot. Um, they, it, it was, uh, it's one of those movies I like to play on the Sci-Fi Channel this time of year, so it can't be too hard for folks to find. Yeah, I, I think it popped up on uh, on Netflix and Amazon streaming and some of those other services as well. So, mm -hmm. cool. Uh, I, uh, I guess it's my okay. Yep. So my my number five film. Um, this is 2007 film from a guy named Michael Doherty called Trick or Treat. Um, it is a, it's called a, it's, it's, it's a Halloween anthology, but it's not like a, an anthology. Like most, like we usually think of an anthology, not like the way Creepshow is set up where there's like a wraparound and there's like, this is the definite story. And then that story ends. Here's the next definite story. I mean, that happens to a pretty good degree, but it does like what I like to call the uh, the Robert Altman way of making an anthology where characters from other stories pop into other ones and there's some overlap between the stories. And uh, and that's it's pretty neat. Um, there is it has it's Brian Cox in it. Um, it has um, uh, God, now I can't remember his name, um, but it has um it's all done by this one guy, Michael Doherty, who wrote it. Who wrote a short film that was like an animated thing with this little trick or treater character called Sam, and Sam is is featured in one of the stories. This is, however, not animated. This is 100% live action. Um, there are three very interesting, or not three. There are like five very interesting stories that interconnect and have a very fun time playing off of each other. Even um, let's, uh, yeah, the uh, my favorite. My favorite story in one of them is the um, is the uh, is probably the opening stuff where, which kind of sets up the frame thing. But then that story continues a little bit about um, the rules of Halloween, about how you're not supposed to blow out your your jack o' lantern until after midnight, and all the things that could happen because you didn't do this. Um, I'm very <laughs> fond of that. Uh, Dylan Baker plays this principal in the next segment, and uh, Brian Cox is in it. Anna Paquin is in it, and she's not annoying. Um, <laughs> Which is a thing I have to like always tell people, <laughs> but uh, it, it's a fun movie. I, if you get a chance to check it out, I recommend it. It'll it'll get you in it'll get you in the mood. Okay. Yeah. So number four, then moving on. Mm -hmm. um, you're uh, you're allowed to slap me later the next time you see me. Yeah. Um. But for for my number four, I'm gonna go with Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, that works. Just yeah, this this is the time of year I pull it out. I mean, I, I watch this movie about once a year. It's a great movie. If you yeah, it's actually movie, my favorite movie yeah, ever. Yeah, um, which is why you get to slap me for putting it number four on a oh, it's, list. It's fine. Um, it's, I'm not. <laughs> um, no, I mean, honestly, this anybody who likes movies at all should should have already seen this movie. And if you haven't, stop listening to the podcast right now. Just go, go watch, watch the movie. Yeah. It's it's on half a dozen different streaming services. You yeah. can pick up a DVD for five bucks. The uh, the Blu-ray 4K master of both movies is is out now. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go I watch this movie. Yeah, but I hear it's good. Yeah, um, yeah. So stop what you're doing right now. We'll wait. <laughs> hey, you're back! Yay! All right. So that was um, Ghostbusters. That was Ghostbusters. It's great, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I saw that movie twice in a theater in the same day. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw it in the afternoon for a matinee, and then I saw it at ten o'clock with all the like Ghostbuster fans. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's a good time. I even brought a Twinkie. Um, <laughs> what about the like, Twinkie? 
to eat during that sequence. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's a pretty good Halloween movie. I um, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is not on my list, despite being my favorite movie. But that's because I don't like associate it with like Halloween. It's just my favorite movie, so I could watch it. Anyway. You're really gonna slap me when you hear the rest of my list. But that's okay. Whatever, whatever. Your number four. My number four um, also is a Halloween movie um, in the sense that it actually takes place on Halloween, um, and that is uh, the Frank Capra film from the early '40s called Arsenic and Old Lace. With oh, yeah, with yes, with Cary Grant um, and Robert Massey and a not really it on in on Broadway when the play originated it was it was Boris Karloff but because Boris Karloff was busy being in the play he couldn't be in the film <laughs> so instead we get Ray Massey also um, he was probably still under contract with Universal yeah uh, well I don't know 19 uh, uh, 44 and eh, maybe who knows mm, maybe uh, know. <laughs> maybe anyway so like the story goes is that he was he couldn't leave his Broadway commitment or at least According to legend, that's what it is. Um, but yeah, it's it's a fun romp about this guy Mortimer Brewster who goes and visits his crazy aunts on Halloween night, and um, turns out that they have been killing um, <laughs> men who come into their house looking for a room, who have no one in their family and no one to live for. So they do quote mercy killings, and then his brother. Um, who is who are the aforementioned Boris Karloff character? Jonathan arrives with uh, Peter Laurie, another f- classic horror person, and turns out that they that he is a criminal, and a bunch of m- macabre shenanigans go for the rest of the evening. It is very funny. It's really a comedy. Um, it's not really a horror film, but it's uh, it's definitely it is very Halloweeny. It's very Halloweeny. It's, it's a black sense of fun humor. Um, yeah, it's it's a great time. Yeah, just, I, just I, I about died time. laughing when I I saw that movie the first time. So yeah, yeah. yes, and and it's I guess it's and I also played Mortimer in high school, um, in the play version. So I guess I can't really. I guess there's you know there's there's a little bit of a bias there. But. And I was away at college at that point, so I didn't get to see it, and I was really disappointed. Yeah, it was fun. I need to bother your sister some more for the tape. If there, if it exists, it sure exists. It exists. I know it exists. Surely it exists somewhere. All right. All right. Number three, Tim. Okay. Uh, number three. Um, as as we mentioned, Halloween's a little more your holiday. You're a little more into the, the horror than, mm. than I am, or even a, a lot more. Um, so really, my list doesn't contain a whole lot of, strictly speaking, horror. My number three is actually something that I haven't seen in many, many years, but I think does exist on DVD, is Bugs Bunny's Halloween special. I remember that. Yes, I believe it does exist, at least in some form. Yeah, yeah, uh, and was was mostly uh, you know cut together scenes from from old pre existing cartoons, you know Looney Tunes cartoons, Bugs Bunny and and Daffy Duck, and uh, and even a Sylvester and Tweety with uh, yeah. with Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, and there's a there's a, like Hairbrain Hairs in that one. I think like one of the first ones with Gossamer. I think um, the big uh, red yeah. sneaker monster. Yeah, um, I I don't know that Gossamer himself actually. Appeared in oh, okay. in this special, but there there were bits of a, a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, Bugs Bunny squares off against a, a vampire, and uh, Witch Hazel, voiced by the great June Foray. I yeah. So that that was a lot of fun. That's a good one. I like yeah. that. One. Yeah. Yeah. 
There, there, there were some little bit scary elements to it, but mostly it was Looney Tunes silly. Yeah. Which is, is kind of my approach to, to Halloween, and I, I think that's been reflected a little bit already in my picks, and will continue to be so. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, uh, so my number three, which, is, which actually goes with this kind of, because it's also animated, um, is a adaptation of Ray Bradbury's story, The Halloween Tree. Um, it is... Um, it's animated. It's done by Hanna Barbera in '93, I think. Um, Leonard Nimoy plays this character called the uh, Clarapus Clavicle Mountshroud, who has made a deal with his kid named Pipkin about uh, for his soul, basically. And his friends travel throughout time and space and learn about Halloween in an effort to save their friend Pipkin. Um, it is it is the right amount of scary and cute. Um, it has it has a lot to do with friendship. It's it's a great film for for children and for just about anybody. Um, it deviates from the book a fair amount, even though it is also adapted. It's also adapted by um, by Ray Bradbury himself. I think there were ten children originally in the in the book version, but there's only three really <laughs> in in this film version. Um, it was I don't think it was a theatrical thing. I believe it was a television special, but uh, I don't know. I love it. It's it's a favorite of mine. Okay. Yeah. So, my number two, um, you actually already mentioned, was uh, Garfield's Halloween special. Yeah! <laughs> Back when Garfield was still funny. Yeah. Um, and, and voiced by Lorenzo Music. Um. Yep. <laughs> it, it has not been the same without him. Uh, and and really had had just the right amount of scary for for kids. There there was there was some creepy stuff in in this special. Pirate ghosts. Yeah. 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 I found it on Vimeo recently, um, and and watched it just to see if it was as good as I remember when I was a kid. It's still fun. I, yeah. I had a good time. It it holds up pretty well. No, yeah. I've uh, I've I've got it on DVD. Yeah, I'm particularly fond of Binky the Clown calling all children worthless. Um, if you don't do your exercises, you're going to grow up to be worthless, or something along yeah, those lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Binky the Clown. Binky the Clown, who is not a scary clown, despite being in a Halloween episode. Um, no, he's he's very much the other kind of clown. Yep. All uh, the other characters hate him because he's boy, is he annoying? But yeah. it's 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 so funny. Yeah, uh, and, uh, the music's good too. Like Lou Rawls sings a couple of songs as well as Lorenzo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that was a thing for for Garfield's specials. Is the the music was usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, this this kind of sort of moderny jazz kind of stuff. So I I'm not sure quite how to describe it. It's it's not like any of the contemporary pop really exactly. No, but, especially not for the mid '80s. No, uh, no. It, there, there was there was too much jazz throwback in it for that, but mm. it wasn't quite that either. So, mm-hmm. no, 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 great, I, great, great production, a lot of fun. That's that's my number two. Oh no, that's a good number two. Yeah, uh, my number two is I think it's 1934. I'm gonna I'm gonna check real fast. Um, they, anyways, a Universal Classic, um, film that features. Both Boris Karloff and Bela Lugosi. Um, it is called *The Black Cat*, and yes, it is 1934. Directed by um, Edgar G. Ulmer, who is a film noir, well, more famous for directing film noir. Um, *The Black Cat* is very stylistic, very German expressionist, 
um, use one of the first uses of Takata and Fugue in a horror film. Um, that thing that's like a Halloween staple. Yep. Um, it's uh, it's interesting because Bela Lugosi is not really the villain. Um, Boris which was uncommon. Which was uncommon in 1934. It's their first movie they ever made together. Um, it's like an hour long. Um, it's like an hour and four minutes, I think. It was definitely the B picture. Um, and they both have awesome names. Uh, Bela Lugosi plays this character called um, Vitas, who is going across the Hungarian countryside to find his friend Hajimar Holzeg, who is who's Boris Karloff, who not really a friend. Um, he stole his wife and like it's all this stuff about World War One and it's very convoluted and very bizarre, but it's so it's got a great atmosphere. There's a moment where they play chess together and I don't know, you get you get Boris Karloff just being his absolutely uncanny and diabolical best and you get to see a sympathetic character from Bay Lugosi, which was a rare thing at the time. Um it is you can find it it exists um it's not on any streaming service that i know of but it's not particularly difficult to get a hold of okay. i have bought the film twice now in a bay lugosi set and as a mod on its own because i had an extra 10 bucks and i thought you know why not i like this movie yeah <laughs> what's yours number two tim oh we, we we're, we're we're on to number one number one. Oh, you're on to number one yeah yeah oh, okay yep. all right yep. yeah yep. what's your number one yeah all yeah. right all right Sitting down. Okay. Sitting down, yeah. It is not Halloween for me until I have seen this. Until I've put this in and, and watched it start to finish. If I get trick-or-treaters at the door, I pause. Mm -hmm. It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Damn straight. Yeah. I, I expected this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, the Great Pumpkin is it's a classic. It's perfect. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's a Christmas tale wrapped up in Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> sort of, uh, <laughs> but with, with really. all of Schultz's peanuts pathos, it's uh... exactly lights and his and his love of the great pumpkin and Sally and her hatred of him afterward. Yep, yep, yep. And, I demand uh, restitution. And Snoopy as a World War One flying ace who is oh yeah adversely affected by Schroeder's emotional piano stylings. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good. That they the um. They have played it on television in the past. Um, I remember watching a tour two years ago. I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's 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 one of those that it used to be. You know, before DVD, really. I mean, in in the era of VHS, they they still did this, but there were certain things that every year some station would would play these specials. Yeah. You know, C CBS played some, and ABC played some. NBC had others, and and this one's moved around a little bit. Mm -hmm. but, well, it's, it's been bought by various people. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. But I know it's, it's the classic. It's perfect. Um, it's great for kids. great for adults. It may actually be better for adults um, because of uh, nostalgia and everything. I like it a lot. Um, cool. All right, so my number one is also another old um, Universal film. Uh, it's 1935, and it's The Bride of Frankenstein with uh, Boris Karloff again, Colin Clive. And um, no bail on this one, but Civicate uh, Elsa Lancaster is the title character. It is, in many ways, to me, it's often it's it's often cited as this, and I actually agree that it's kind of the perfect horror film. It's seventy five minutes of camp hilarity and like 
totally dark humor, snippy queen characters, and just a great monster and a fabulous performance. Um, the, uh, I don't know, like everything I like about horror movies are, is kind of encapsulated in that film. Um, it's also really funny. Uh, the only, like, is the only really scary horror film on my list. I mean, it's funny, but it's not, like, hilarious. Whereas, I mean, Brian Frankenstein is very funny. Uh, it is a horror film, but it's it's the more you watch it, the more you realize how hilarious it is. <laughs> and and it's not like I mean, there's there's you know the people that would find that would see the ironic humor of it because it's a dated film, but there's a lot of intentional hilarity in it as well. That's just because the guy who directed it, James Well, was like that. Yeah, and there there was some stuff that was kind of weird in that one too. Mm-hmm. I mean that seemed slightly out of place with the rest of the movie, bits of it. But yeah, no good. Really good pick. Mm-hmm. So, um, so there's. I'm, I'm luckily there was no overlap. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm a little surprised, honestly, that yeah. Ghostbusters was not on your list. Well, but that's it's okay. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, as I said, I would watch that any time of year. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, it would probably, it would definitely be in my. Well, you know, it's in my top five period. Um, let alone top five Halloween movies. So there's ten movies that you folks could watch to get yourself into the season <laughs> this year. Um, I think, yeah. You want to do uh, honorable mentions at all? Oh, honorable mentions. Oh, okay. So I bet see. you could come up with some. I bet I could come up with some. Um, I own a lot of movies. I mean, well, of course, there's, um, there's of course, uh, John Carpenter's Halloween, the, the first one. Um, yeah, that one, yeah. of course, is Jamie a good one. It's also a very well-made film. One of the first really good uses of, well, not one of the first, but probably the most memorable use of POV camera um, yeah, in the first yeah. little bit. Um, it's it's really a good film. Budget. No, it had like no money. It was perfect. Um, um, I do like Halloween 2. It's, uh, however, it isn't really Halloween 2. It's really more like November 1st because it really <laughs> follows the things. Um, if you can get a hold of it, there's another film called Terror. In the Isles, which is a film talking about horror films. Um, it has it's mostly hosted by Donald Pleasance, who is in Halloween, um, and it's it's a fun time. And also, I guess the Thriller music video, if you can get a hold of it. Um, Back up there, we we uh, we lost you a bit. What was what was that last one before Thriller? Oh, Terror in the Isles. Terror in the oh, Isles. Terror in the Isles. Uh, it's yeah, it's a compilation horror film, looking at various clips from various horror films. It's a good movie to have on in the background of a Halloween party. Okay. Yeah. Uh, me real quick. Um, I watch Simpsons Treehouse of Horror every year, just oh, like, yeah. kind of as a matter of course. That's mm-hmm. about all the more I, I watch of it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, some some actual horror movies. Um, the original Psycho, yeah, is is just a great movie by Hitchcock. Um, and the first Alien by Ridley Scott, Sigourney Weaver, Tom Skerritt, uh, Ian Holm. It, Really a, a a masterpiece, just absolutely wonderful, scary, really really tight movie. Um, but I I don't know that one. I don't think as much of around Halloween. I, it's it's just I, I think the uh, the sci fi setting of it is kind of sets it aside from, yeah. from what I usually think of around Halloween for that reason. Yeah, I mean, that, there's a lot of people that go back and forth on whether or not it's a horror film or a science fiction film. It's it's a haunted house film in space. Yeah. Is what it is. Um, I, I, I've never been able to see why it can't be both. 
Yeah, it I is. totally think. I believe it could be both. It's, it is. So. Uh, so I guess that that's it for this particular podcast, y'all. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's it for the for the meat of it. Um, coming soon, other movies that are out or coming out that we have talked about seeing. Uh, some that are even kind of seasonal. Uh, there's there's the box trolls I haven't mm-hmm. seen yet. Have you got around to that? No, not yet. No, um, I no. feel stupid because I really liked Coraline and um, Paranorman, which are by the same people. Yeah, I, I I haven't seen Coraline. I I liked Paranorman. I, it was a the, the scope of it was smaller than, than I was expecting, I think. I, I just felt like it was going to be bigger and grander. But mm-hmm. no, that, was, that was a well-made, well-made mm-hmm. movie. I guess that, that would also be a good honorable mention as it also takes place around Halloween. And it's yeah, yeah. Very good. Monster House is also a good film for that kind of thing. Um, uh, and uh, Guillermo del Toro's The Book of Life yeah, opens this week. I'm excited about yeah, that. So. Um, I yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously haven't seen that yet. No advanced yeah. screenings uh, yeah. as of the time we're, we're recording this. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we just did our video review of Gone Girl uh, in lieu of the box trolls. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. that's that's what's coming. Um, looking forward to some, some other movies not too long after. Um, Interstellar, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Hero 6 opens that same weekend, I think. Oh really? Huh. So, hmm. I guess I didn't catch. I guess I didn't realize. Weird. Okay. Yeah. Nice. What about you? Anything on and uh, on your radar? Interstellar's on my radar. Um, Book of Life is on my radar. Um, there's things coming out in November that I'm not remembering right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's stuff. Um, there's all sorts of things. There's always something to go see in the cinema if you're trying hard enough. Oh sure. Especially, especially at this time of year, it's a lot harder for me in the summer. But <laughs> yeah. So, uh, have you seen the teaser trailer for Tomorrowland? No, I haven't. Um, you gotta I go did, watch that. I gotta go find that, and we'll, and uh, we'll talk about that later. But yeah. I, I only recently learned this. This that had originally been scheduled for this Christmas. It's mm. been moved back to May, so it's it's this coming May. It'll be up mm-hmm. against you know the Avengers and some other things, which is weird because it's also Disney. Are they trying to eat their own lunch? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, um, it's just, maybe it's just more money for them. <laughs> but I, I've been intrigued by uh, the possibility of, of this movie for, for a while since I first started hearing about it. Uh, you know, Brad Bird doing this, this live-action movie, and they've been really, really mysterious about it. They've said yeah. basically nothing except the title and that it will relate in some small way to the Tomorrowland section of, of the original Disneyland theme park. Uh, it's got George Clooney and Hugh Laurie in it, so there, there's there's really nothing for me to not be excited about for this movie. Right. Cool. So, I'm gonna check that out after you and I are done. Yeah. So that's 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 further out than I was hoping, but uh, the the first teaser is out. And I I just watched that earlier. Cool. So. All right. Well, I think that does it for our our first podcast. Thanks All for right. listening. Thanks for downloading. Yay. Thank Tell you, everybody. Friends. And we'll see you next time. Tell your enemies. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See you. Bye, everyone.